So like every other person on the planet, this summer, I am determined to just go somewhere. We have been stuck for two years doing nothing and not being able to go anywhere, as well as this whole last shit year. And my summer before was spent being diagnosed test after test and in the hospital. So this is the summer that I need to get away. I want to do something. But I also don't want it to be some cliche in a movie where this is going to be a huge trip, the, a trip to end all trips because this will be the, my very last trip. And you see these in, the, in, in movies and, and books and that about how this someone who's been sick or going through a lot has, hasn't been able to go away and they go on this huge trip and they're so glad they did it because when they get back, they realize that their cancers come back or something's happened and they'll never be able to do this trip again, but they were able to spend it with their family and it's like this whole endearing thing. I don't want that. I do not want to have, be able to have one big trip and this is it. So as I'm thinking and planning this trip, I keep thinking about that too and being like this it better not be like this is not how I want this to go. And I also feel like I got this clean bill of health. I've done my exercise program. I got my colonoscopy. I did my blood work. Like I'm ready to go and do what I can until September. And September's more test month. And until September, I just, I don't want to think about it. So being able to get away with my family was phenomenal. It was an amazing trip. It was one, like everything about it was fantastic. You name it, we did it, we saw it. And again, like, yes, the big trip, but I, I don't want to talk about it like that and all this because I don't want everyone to be like, wow, that, you know, that was an amazing trip. Like, you're so glad you got to do that. And I keep thinking back to my my father-in-law and people saying, oh my gosh, aren't you so glad that you were able to drive down to Disney and do this trip with him? So right before COVID happened, we decided as a family that we were going to drive down to Disneyland. So it was my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, um, my husband, and my two kids. And we drove down, we did three to four weeks. We went through Oregon. We stayed in a trailer. We camped. It was phenomenal. It was amazing. And then I remember coming back and that was, uh, the 2019, uh, May. And so that means kind of the next year it would have been COVID. And I remember next year. And then, I mean, Disneyland gets shut down for the first time in like 50 years. And I remember talking with my family and my husband and saying, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that we got to do Disney when we did because we wouldn't, if we held off another year, we wouldn't be able to do it. If we held off two years, we wouldn't be able to do it. And I just remember feeling so grateful about that. And then when my father-in-law passed away, people, other people who knew we did this trip said, oh my gosh, aren't you so glad you were able to do that, that big trip with him? Because if you wouldn't have been able to do it. If we didn't go then, yes, it's 100% true. If we did not go when we did, we would have never gone. 
I'm COVID happened and then I got cancer and he died. Like it it was it's shitty. And yes, I am so happy and so grateful that we got to do this trip with him. But that's what this trip was now. It's um it, it's it's this trip where people talk about the trip that you were able to do before you weren't able to do it. And I don't want it this last trip to be that. Are you aren't you so glad you're able to do that with your kids or because you know you won't be able to again. And so when people ask how my summer was, I talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I I loved it. I loved every moment of it. But I also, like I said, I really, really, really don't want it to be that trip. That trip that you were able to take, that last big go out with a bang sort of trip. And sometimes it feels like because we did it all that it is that trip. So I don't know. But anyway, I had a fabulous summer. And it was awesome. So if you know me, come talk. I will definitely share my trip and everything we did. But deep down in the pit of my stomach, that's kind of what's been going. That's what I've been thinking about as much as I try to get away from it. Uh, and then, and of course, as I get to the end of the trip, that means it's coming back to reality too. Uh, another year in school for my kids um, and just a year, a year of looking back of, holy shit, we, we did it. I don't know how we did it. I don't know if we're stronger for it because sometimes shit happens. Sometimes bad things happen. There is no reason you don't come out stronger. I don't like this whole idea that someone's, that this is a test. Like it was testing me to see how strong I was. I don't need a test like this to see how strong I was. You know what? Bad things happen. It sucked. Now we'd like some good things to happen. And sometimes good things happen for no reason too. Good things just happen. Bad things just happen. I, I don't know if it changed me. I, am I more reflective? I've always been a reflective person. Like I said near the very beginning, would I live my life differently knowing all this? Am I going to live my life differently? Not really. Like when you're, when I honestly think about it, of course there's changes I want to make. I want to make healthy changes for me and my family. I want to be more present. I want to do this. And you start to, and then there's times where you realize you're not and you're falling back into old habits. And sometimes life goes on. Like he's still, my son's still got to go to school. It's not like I'm going to pull him out for however many years and spend every waking moment with him, right? He's still going to annoy me and I'm going to be a mom where I think, oh my gosh, I'm the worst mom in the world, right? My husband's still got to work. We're still going to fight. Do I try not to fight about the littlest things? Yes, but I'm still the same person. Sometimes those little things still bother me. That also got me thinking about when people say they know they only have one month left to live and they go on and they do this trip or 
they do something. I've got a month to live and I'm going to go and visit the places I always wanted to do in that. If you know you have one month or you only have so much time left, I will tell you that whatever you see in the movies and that is utter bullshit. If you know you only have so much time left and you are a good and caring person, you are going to spend some of that time getting your affairs in order. That means your finances, making sure your spouse and your kids are looked after. And that is not a walk in the park. That is not easy. That takes time. So you are going to spend a lot of time doing that. And then if you've only got so many months left to live, you are sick. You are very, very, very sick. You will not have the energy probably to hop on a plane and go enjoy everything. You are also maybe in a hospital, maybe getting treatment just so your last days you can be as present as possible with your family. And if you are getting treatment to do that, you won't be able to just take off and do what you want. Anyway, that's my very jaded, negative opinion on that. So we're moving on into September. Uh, anxiety is starting to build up because I had a great summer. But like I said, I don't know, is something growing inside me that I have no idea about? Also, uh, when you're traveling, you're not able to eat as well as you can. As much as I try to eat freshy and these great foods whenever I could, when you're on the road, that's not always the option. And there are certain places in this country, certain towns, where there is not a freshy option. There is not many options at all. So the last week or two of where our holiday, um, my bowels were like they were garbage and I the last week for sure I'm in full panic mode like I am every time I go to the bathroom I'm looking and I'm like there's no change there's no change oh my gosh if it happened once you know or a day and they got back to normal I wouldn't feel so bad no blood in my stool so let me put that there's not blood in my stool but they're definitely skinnier they weren't normal uh, they weren't the same. They weren't well-formed stools, if that's what you want to kind of describe them as. Definitely skinnier. Uh, I was definitely crampier. Like I felt crampy and bloated. And my husband's like, it's just, you're eating crap. And so I'm just like, I just want to get home then, eat some healthy foods and for them to go back to normal and just prove that, that it's just crappy foods. So got back home and did that and it was just crappy food. So that made me feel good and I feel bad for just constantly bugging my husband because I'm sure every time I went to the bathroom, he did not want to hear. Do you want to come look at this? Does this look normal? Have yours look like this? So my apologize, my apologies to him. He's amazing. And the amount of poo he's had to look at and interpret and him not being a doctor. So good on him. <laughs> and then, um, then it's just, yeah, so it's getting back and trying to find that normal again. And my, uh, last blood work showed that I was anemic, but it also showed my thyroid was out of whack, which also makes you tired. And I kept attributing that to why I just was packing on the pounds. 
And like I said, I was eating healthy. I was moving every day, but I was definitely packing on the pounds. And getting back, even getting back into a routine, back home, I still like am packing on the pounds. And I feel like I'm eating healthier. And I feel like I'm exercising more. So if my thyroid shot, it's, I've gotten, it's because my thyroid shot. That's why I'm going to be, have a tired and chubby summer. So next round of blood work, again, super, super, super heavy period, which does not help with getting blood taken out and my iron levels. I take an iron pill every second day. It's very hard on my stomach, but you do what you can to build up your hemoglobin and your iron. Uh, for the diet, my fist is the amount of red, wheat, red meat, sorry, red meat I'm allowed to have in a week. But because I'm anemic, I can double that. But for colon cancer and all the rest, like you're not supposed to be having that much red meat. But when you need it for your iron, you kind of do what you got to do. And looking at those iron-rich foods, so lots of spinach with citrus. Uh, I can, smoked oysters, I can like pound back a can on my own. Uh, I have a teaspoon of molasses a day just because it's got iron. Lots of pumpkin seeds anything that's got iron rich <laughs> food cereals anything like that just trying to build up and get some energy uh so i get my i did all that i get my blood test and i get another appointment with the with the oncologist and then i'm going to do uh another physical and whether i need an internal ultrasound this year uh and then from there i still have to make a bunch of dental appointments but in my head, I'm kind of thinking, this is my thought process anyhow. Dental appointments are the easiest to cancel. So I'm not making those yet until I go through the oncologist, the family doctor and all that. Because if everything's clear, then I can say, okay, I've got three months. I can make a dental appointment in those three months. As opposed to, oh my gosh, shit hit the fan again. And now I have other appointments that are more important. I have to schedule and then move around dental appointments. So I got a bunch of dental appointments I have to do, but I'm kind of putting those off. Um, uh, my headspace, I've been better. Like I said, after the holiday, kind of getting back into things. Very, I was, I'm just, I'm worried, aches and pains. Of course I worry. Um, one year since my, my father-in-law passed away, so it was hard. Uh, this trip was kind of healing too, because um, we... We brought his ashes and that, but it was, it was healing. It was hard. It was healing. Um, but just kind of stopping to think that it's, it's been a year and wow, as a family, we miss him. <laughs> There's so many stuff along the way that we just, you stop and you still stop and think of, like, I want to phone him or I want to say oh my gosh he would have loved this and time is the only way that heals that for sure I'd like to think that he's he's up there kind of holding my hand through this same with my my grandpa I still talk to both of them I talk to anyone that'll listen um friends uh friends of friends people I knew anyone who's kind of passed on and 
willing to look down on me and give me <laughs> as much good luck as they can because I feel like I could still I still need it. Uh, going into these appointments, though, I it's it's nerve wracking. It's anxiety. Like it's again, are they going to find something? And everyone says, well, you know, be positive. And do you have any reason for them to think they'll find something? No, I have no reason to think that they will find something. However, I had no reason to think that I would end up have stage three colon cancer the first time they found something. And every test I did for a while, it was, they found something bad. Like they found lactose intolerance. They found something. And I remember, I still remember maybe not the exact dates and the exact things they said, but the feelings that came with it. I have very clear, clear memories of how feeling that dread, that anxiety of going in and their faces when they find something and being, and just, yeah, having these not positive appointments, I guess, where they can smile and say, guess what? It's, there's nothing here, nothing to worry about. And like I said, this whole journey, like journey, this whole fight, this whole fight, this whole battle. They never once tell you that you're good to go. They never once say, hey, you've, you've beaten it. Like, wow, it's never going to come back. It's always in this moment, right? It's this moment. So it, the moment has come now to see if it's, if I'm, if I get another moment, if I get another three months and it still feels like I'm living that three months and trying to be positive, but waiting on the other hand for that other shoe to drop just because you're, you're waiting. And that's kind of what it feels like. You're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Not that I ever want it to. And I don't ever want to have the words about here we go again. I never, ever, ever want to say that. And maybe with time, I'll figure out how to, to balance the, you know what, I've got this, I'm living now, who cares? Or I have beaten this with this, the other part coming in saying, but, but, or when. So yeah, just some negative headspace. I still go through this. Uh, maybe it's because it is a year. I want to say, woohoo, a year, but I do, that that is there too. Don't worry. I still am like, wow, yes, it's been a year and look at how far I've come. So I just, I need to focus on that. I got to look at my Banff wellness and see what, <laughs> what they say. And maybe they'll have some positive reinforcement for me. But next, uh, next is to see if I, uh, I'm going to do for the next three months if I get a yay and onwards and upwards.